Hi there, and welcome to the T21 Mom Podcast, and this is episode 54. My name is Mary, and I'll be your host. Each episode, we'll talk about life, Down syndrome, mamahood, single parenting, and pretty much everything in between. I have a daughter named Ainsley, and she's eight years old and rocking an extra chromosome, also known as Down syndrome, and I am living life my way. And of course, Ron, my friend, is with me today. Hi, Ron. Hey, Mary. Um, how's the pain? It's okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I actually um, got a call from before we started recording the anesthesiologist. He goes, you probably don't remember me. I go, no, I remember you. And I guess he's doing some kind of survey because he was asking that same question all about the pain and, you know, I had to rate it. And uh, I said, it's actually been worse since I've had the boot. And he, he kind of laughed. So there you go. Well, pain, pain means there's things going on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Hopefully and speaking difference. of things going on, what is today's episode about? Well, as we previously have talked about on a couple of the previous episodes, it, I had a pretty nasty fall and I broke my leg and my foot. So we're kind of talking about that today. And the response from everybody and the, the whole story. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, so, I mean, I, I've heard this story, I've seen where this happened and, but I want you to describe in detail what led up to this, like led up to the whole fall well like well, quite literally it was just i wasn't paying attention and i literally just i kind of didn't quite catch a step and which wasn't really a step at all it was a concrete wall yeah it was a small retaining wall that i was stepping down on and it yes it's te technically not like i was stepping down onto a step, but the distance in between is not a typical step level. And, and I remember telling Dennis about that beforehand. I said, that's a disaster waiting to happen. Not thinking that I would be the disaster. Self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. And I went down pretty hard. Were you carrying something? Yeah. I had a small box. It wasn't very heavy or even very big. So you couldn't see and, where your feet were going. No. And I, kind of caught that step and I, my ankle went right under, I felt it and I went down pretty hard and I heard a crack. I was just kind of hoping that was my ankle cracking, like not because like it normally it was does. breaking. Yeah. Like it normally does. Right. And I laid there <clears throat> kind of in the grass, a little bit on the concrete going, this really hurts really, really bad. And there is no one around to help me. And my phone was inside and I kind of laid there for a bit thinking, I don't, what am I going to do? And I think <laughs> feeling a little bit sorry for myself in that moment. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, okay, uh, I gotta, I gotta do something because I gotta get some help. And was so I no, thankfully it wasn't, it was a decent day from what I recall. And 
I literally army crawled. I don't think I've really ever army crawled ever in my life or very far for that. Most, most people never have a need to. <laughs> right. But when you have to, you do it. And so I literally army crawled, oh, I don't know, a hundred feet maybe. And up some stairs, got in to the house and got my phone. Good thing, you know, Did you, good thing you didn't have to unlock the door. Thank goodness, because I would really be hooped at that point. Because, yeah. Your arms aren't that long. <laughs> no, I know. And I probably wouldn't have had a key on me either. So, yeah. So it was it was a bit crazy. And, you know, but do I call 911 right away? No. I call Dennis, hoping that maybe it's not so bad, you know? <laughs> but I was pretty sure my right foot was broken. And of course, when I call him and I'm like crying and panicked, he's panicked because he doesn't know what's going on. And and I said, I I, I think I, I broke my foot. And then he's going, Well, am I calling 911? Are you calling 911? He kept saying that. <laughs> So I, I said, I'll, I'll call 911. And so I managed to somehow, I don't know how, but I somehow managed to, again, army crawl to the couch and I got myself up on the couch and I called 911 and the ambulance got here really quick. Cause I thought, oh, I'm going to wait forever, but they were very quick and they were fantastic. I have to give a shout out to Elise and Patrick. <laughs> they were amazing. And, you know, they, got me in the stretcher, gave me some laughing gas, which I've never had. That's some pretty good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and they got me to We need to hospital. keep that secret though. We can't let that okay. out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We won't let anyone know. <laughs> and It'll be a run I, on laughing gas. Oh yeah. I mean, I didn't feel too good after a bit, but you know, it really took the edge off. And then they, you know, get me to the hospital, but you know, I'm thinking who's going to get Ainsley? You know, and Dennis said, don't worry, I'll, I'll get her, you know. Because uh, now you're back in mom mode, right? Well, yeah, because that was sort of my first panic was I got to get Ainsley home from daycare. And then I'm thinking, I hope Dennis is on the emergency contact list, right? <laughs> because what am I going to do if he's not? I mean, who knows what would have happened, but thankfully he was. And, you know, I, I called the daycare to let them know and and what was going on. I mean, it was in an excruciating amount of pain at the time, but you know, once I got to the hospital, you know, I was doing okay. <clears throat> me. And then, you know, I got to wait forever to uh, get an X-ray because when ambulance looked at me, they were very confident my right foot was broken, but then they take the sock off the other foot, which was very, very sore. They said, Ooh, this looks worse. So I'm going, oh, great. Two broken feet. Like, come on. <laughs> like, I'm praying. I, I didn't really think the left foot was broken. It, it was really sore, but I could at least move it. Whereas the right foot, I couldn't. So I was pretty confident, it, you know, fingers crossed that it wasn't broken. But, uh, you know, Thankfully, after several x-rays and a CT scan, because they had x-ray me twice, uh, the left foot was just really badly sprained and the right foot was really badly broken. So 
know? and, and, and like when you say it was badly broken, was it broken in several places or mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. I've got a couple of, uh, broken bones in my foot and then, uh, my fibula, they actually say displaced, which I actually think is worse than a break because it means that the bone is actually moved. Yeah. I, so, I, had, a, I had a busted, um, I had a displaced little finger that I got <laughs> in high school in okay. an altercation. And, uh, it, uh, I, I know like you get that grinding feeling. Well, I didn't there. thankfully have to feel that it just, it just really hurt <laughs> a lot. You were very fortunate in that case. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. But like, I'm sitting there, you know, waiting for the x-rays and just, I guess, for what they're, they're trying to figure out what to do with me. You know, initially the surgeon thought I wasn't going to need surgery. So I'm thinking, oh, thank God, they'll just cast it or boot it. But then no. So I'm sitting there you know, waiting. I was there for, I don't even know how many hours, seven hours, I think eight. And I'm thinking nothing happens fast in emergency, unless you have chest pain yeah, or bleeding visibly. Thankfully I had my phone, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. So I'm thinking, at, what am I going to do? Like, I can't, it's my right foot. I it's, pretty sure it's broken and I can't drive. How am I going to get Ainsley to and from school and daycare and her therapies? What am I going to do? You know, and I'm sitting there thinking about it. How and, did you get home from the hospital? Well, initially they put me on crutches, but it was so scary. I think I went five steps. I said, I can't do it because my left foot was so they basically didn't really even look at the left foot, but it was really badly sprained and it turned black and blue the next day. And then they ended up putting me in a wheelchair and Dennis picked me up outside. So yeah, it, it was just a crazy day and it was all kind of a bit of a blur. And, and then, you know, it was, it turned out I was going to have surgery a few days later, but then they wait, they wanted to wait because they wanted to make sure the swelling was going down you know, so try sleeping with your leg up on three pillows. It's, it's not fun. No, no. I don't no. know if I told you, but I broke my foot. Once. No, I did not know that. Yeah. I had uh, just arrived in Fort Lauderdale. I was in going for going to Key Largo for three months and oh, I geez. step off the shuttle bus to pick up my rental car <gasps> and I tripped on the way out and I, I broke my foot. I didn't know I'd broken it. It was just, it was just, uh, painful. Um, yeah. so, I, so I hobbled into, and fortunately we were at the, uh, rental car pickup place and I had, I dragged my bags through like literally dragging them. Um, I had a duffel bag and a suitcase and the, the oh, normally I would carry it, but I, like, I couldn't. So yeah, I kind of, and, and the next day my, my foot was, cause I'd had to drive all the way from Fort Lauderdale down to Key Largo with this broken foot. It was my right foot. Oh my gosh. And I didn't okay. know it was broken. I thought it was just badly sprained. And, but by the next morning it was some interesting shades of pastels and blues mm -hmm. and greens. And pretty soon it was going to be yellow and purple and <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I understand that. Okay. Yeah. That's what, what happened to my left foot. And it's even now weeks later, it's still really sore, but yeah. So, you know, I knew Dennis could take Ainsley to daycare in the mornings, but 
he, he wouldn't necessarily always be able to pick her up. So, okay, I go, I got one challenge dealt with. And, but then, so I sent a, a message to the manager at the daycare. And I just said, could you send a message out to the families to see if there's anyone who could bring Ainsley home? You know, I don't live far. It's very, we're very close to the daycare. Thank goodness. And two families stepped up, which was fantastic. And one family, uh, they have a son named Sam and Ainsley's friends with him and he loves Ainsley. He, he has autism and his parents said, it's really great for him that they're bringing Ainsley home because he gets to act like a big brother and, you know, he helps her get in and out of the car and, and carries her bags. And so that's really lovely. And also Sam's mom, Yvonne last year, she broke her foot as well. And ice skating when they were all like the school goes ice skating every year. And so she was with the kids and she broke her, her ankle. And uh, so she thankfully gave me a shower chair because like, it was impossible to even have a shower. And, you know, and then she gave me this, I haven't tried it yet, but it's like a leg brace that you can actually walk on where your legs supported. So hopefully trying that this week, that might give me a bit better mobility. So like when you take me to go see the surgeon again, <laughs> I can get out easier. Well, that, well, well that, being, that brings up the whole Neely thing, which is, which is an amazing little piece of hardware, I, I got to admit. Yes, Dennis actually likes it as well. <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's a sort of thing that, that young boys would probably steal and go riding down hills on because you put your knee on one side mm -hmm. and you sort of take your foot off the other and it's got brakes on the front wheels with a handlebar kind of thing. Yeah, it's like it's like, like, a like scooter. You look at the thing and, and and like you know this uh, this may sound a little sexist, but it's like it's a little boy thing when you go. What sort of fun can we have with this? Oh yeah, Dennis <laughs> likes it. Him and Ainsley were scooting down the hall the other day last <laughs> night. <laughs> go, just please be careful. <laughs> we don't need any more broken bones. But it, but it's a great little device. Oh yeah, and it folds it's... up neatly. Like neatly, it goes right. You know, it goes into the back seat of my mm -hmm. car without any hustle, like any hassles. Yeah, thank goodness. Like, because Marcy thankfully got that. My friend Marcy got it for me. But before I had it, you know, I had to use the crutches to get in, and uh, it was wet out. So you know, I have to crawl up the stairs to get to sort of the patio. And That's a little then, hard on the knees. Oh yeah. And so then I get the crutches because I can't really hop because of my left foot is, is badly sprained and it's still really sore anyway. So then I, I try using the crutches and then boom, two steps. I'm down. I'm flat on the concrete and it's sweat out. And Dennis comes over and he's trying to help me. He goes, it's not funny. Why are you laughing? I go, I'm not laughing. I'm crying. <laughs> Sorry, now I'm laughing. <laughs> it is kind of funny. And he's trying to help me up, but I'm worried I'm going to fall again and take him down. So I literally crawl, army crawl again to get in. <laughs> you know, it was craziness. But then I got on the Neely and we got it working like to the right height and it's all good and I can get around uh, pretty good on it. So that's good. But what are you doing with the stairs? Well, thankfully, someone named Ron <laughs> <laughs> gave me some knee pads 
which have been awesome. You know, so I have to crawl up the stairs every night. Three bucks a pair at the dollar store. Uh, well, they've been put to good use. <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, you, and hopefully nobody's taking pictures or video of you doing this so that it can, you know, so that in the future, this could be, you know, very embarrassing. I know like sometimes I'm crawling up the stairs and I, I have to laugh because like, it's kind of funny, to be honest. I mean, it's not funny that I've broken my leg and my foot, but like, it's just, well, you definitely win America's funniest home video. Yeah. Just the insanity of it all. Like, you know, that I have to literally crawl up the stairs and, uh, yeah, it, I mean, I'm getting the hang of it now, so it's not so bad, but yeah, I mean, you realize. Cause you can't even go up on your bum. Cause it means like you have to like put, like you could, like you have to put your feet down yeah, to move you your, can't. And you can't, you have to go up on your knees. Yeah. Cause I tried that initially and it was way too tiring and like just going well, up well, and, and, and your foot, like you have to put the pressure yeah. on your foot to lift yourself up. And cause you can't, that's not all, it's not arm, all arm strength that does that. Yeah. And you just really don't realize, like, I, I don't even have the words, but the lack of mobility that I have, like to get around and to do things, you just don't realize it until that's taken away from you. Well, especially you know? you're, you're quite active. So yeah. And so you, like just, your whole world is activity is busy and yeah, yeah it's kind of come to a, a grinding halt in a, in a lot of ways, but, you know, and especially the first few weeks, like I was beyond exhausted. And then someone pointed out, well, that's because your body is using all the energy to heal. And I go, oh yeah, that makes total sense. You know, and just taking care of Ainsley. I mean, with the sort of the splint that I had initially, like I, it was really hard to just get dressed, you know, and then let alone trying to dress a child, you know, I can't really it was really hard to even get down to her level because I can't, you know, you just don't think about all these things and yeah, it was really, really challenging. And, you know, I had a lot of nights where I was just crying because it was just emotionally and physically just so hard, you know, well, draining and, and confusing and, and like trying to find solutions for problems that didn't used to be problems. Yeah, or situations exactly. that didn't used to be situations. Yeah, that it didn't exist. You don't even think about it. And it's just like, you know, as, as you said that, yeah, because like, and just think about special needs. You don't really think about it until it's part of your life, right? People who have neurotypical kids, they have no idea the journey that we're on because they don't experience it on a daily basis like, like we do. And, you know, cause I'm thinking I literally can't do anything. Like I can maybe do a little bit of cooking. I had no energy in the beginning, uh, you know, it was just insanity. So I actually just posted, we have a, a really fabulous um, BC down syndrome group. <clears throat> and, and I just posted asking like, does anyone know where I could get any help? You know, like, you know, some people suggested we contact our social worker, which I really only talk to maybe once or twice a year regarding our respite. And, but holy smokes, did people ever just 
step up. I, 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 they were, people wanted to provide me meals, you know, started sending me gift cards for restaurants. Like I wasn't expecting that or asking for that, but I tell you, I was so grateful and so thankful, you know, and then star who we recently had on last episode. She started, yeah. She started a meal train for me and I got some wonderful meals from that. Like so thankful. And, you know, and then this one woman, Lori, like I posted. And then the next day she came by and she brought all these frozen meals for me and some mini cupcakes and some macarons. Like it was just amazing. And then she messaged me about a week or so ago. Do you need any more food? Do you need any more meals? And I go, you know, we're doing pretty good, but you know, thank you so much. Like it was just the generosity was overwhelming. I was just blown away and, you know, that people were just so thoughtful and so generous. And like I said, I wasn't expecting any of this. And, you know, one woman, uh, Kara, she came by and she's lives quite far, but I think they had an appointment nearby or something. And she told me, I've got some mama's cooking for you. And she came by and dropped off all these meals. And, you know, I was just so grateful and just so thankful. And when I told her all that, she said, of course, you know, we love you, your family. And that's when it clicked. Like, yes, we're, we are family. We all have a child with, you know, some extra needs and we all know what that entails. And, you know, I was crying after she left and I, you know, honestly, I've, I'm just so moved by everyone's thoughtfulness, their generosity and their kindness, like through messages and checking in and, and meals and the gift cards, like just amazing. Thank you to all of you who did that. And all of you who sent good wishes, by the way. Yeah. Like just, I just don't even have the words. I'm just so yeah, we talked about just, this a couple of times and every time yeah. you run out of words. Yeah, because honestly, I just so thankful for our little community who uh, like stepped up without even being asked, you know, just so grateful. And it just means so much to me. And it's made a huge, huge difference. Like I kind of feel like I want to say back on my feet, one foot, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have more energy now because in the beginning I just. I just, it was just hard even getting out of bed every day and, and just trying to get Ainsley off to school with Dennis, you know, it's, it's been really, really hard, really, really hard. And, you know, I hope, well, I know I'm on the mend. We still got a little ways to go, but we're getting there. Yeah. We'll be doing check-ins every so often, probably every episode from now <laughs> until, you know, you're literally back on your feet and driving. Yes. And driving. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, at the point where you can go to McDonald's to get your own coffee. Yes. Oh, yes. I do miss that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's just like the sense of independence, right? Yeah. I've pretty much lost all of that. You know, I'm very reliant on on Dennis and and just everyone to, to help me out here and 
you know, and then even Ainsley's aide, Ronnie, who we had on in the first season, you know, she offered to take her to the DSRF, the Down Syndrome Resource Foundation for her month, her Monday therapies, because it's very close. And so that's worked out. So she picks her up on Mondays and brings her home on Mondays, you know, and then there were a few days where Dennis couldn't take her. So, you know, I just called her in the mornings and, you know, cause she doesn't live far, thankfully. And she was able to take Ainsley. So, you know, it just really goes to show you in your times of need, you really need your community and those people around you who, who can help you. And also, you know, when star started the meal train, I told her, I said, it's, this is so out of my comfort zone to saying yes and to allowing people to help me. And I know it's because people want to, and yeah, so just all of that, you know, well, and, you're, and you're not used to that. You're not, you, you know, you're not used to asking for help. You're just used to doing things. Yeah. So, 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 so you, you're, you're not sure how to ask for help. Exactly. And, but, you know, I didn't really need to really, people just did it. And that's amazing, truly amazing. So, but there's one person we can't forget. <laughs> and who's that? Dennis. Yeah. Yes. He, I mean, honestly, he has just stepped up and hasn't ever said a word. You know, he has not complained. And I, I do feel bad, bad for him because this is hard. You know, this is, it's stressful. And I said, you know, I asked him, I said, like, how are you finding this? And, you know, he paused and he said, it's challenging, you know, because like, he's got to kind of look out for me and he's also got to look out for Ainsley. You know, he is working and, and he's looking out for his mom too. And, and for Nona too, you know, so he's got a, his hand in a lot of different, a lot of spinning plates. Yeah, exactly. And he's, you know, doing incredibly well with it all. I have to really hand it to him because this has been a really trying and challenging time, yeah. you know, uh, for all of us. So it's, it's, it's been hard, but yeah. you know, every day we're getting through it. Well, you know, I, I'm, you know, I've, I've said before that I, you know, how much I think uh, of Dennis and, and he's such a great guy and the way mm -hmm. he stepped up, I mean, like even better guy, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, you know, in the beginning, cause you know, I couldn't even, I couldn't even bathe Ainsley. Like I, cause I couldn't get down. Like I, I couldn't really get off my Neely to do anything. Cause it was too painful. And Dennis just, stepped in and did it. And, you know, they so love each other. So that's a big bonus. And, you know, and I see Ainsley giving him hugs all the time and, you know, she's almost, it's so cute. She's almost like preening him. Like, you know, I could see her like touching his <laughs> hair and, and his face. It's so cute. Right. You know, but yeah, he just stepped in without any question. And it's, you know, and, it, and it is hard, you know, he's got a lot of obligations to a lot of people and he does it without complaint. And, you know, I, I hope when the restrictions lift a little bit and my both feet are better that, you know, I can take him away for a weekend 
and surprise him because he deserves that like so much just where he doesn't have any obligations for a couple of days so and the phone gets turned off and you know yeah 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 you know but we got a few weeks to go and i got plenty of physio ahead of me and but at the end of the day i'm just really grateful i didn't break both feet <laughs> really so, grateful so what so you what gotta, like going forward what what are you looking uh what are you looking at in the next few weeks i like you are you looking at um some physio mm -hmm. like getting back to work at some point like that's probably you know a, f a good few weeks away uh what yeah. what is your process from here to to getting better or to healing better well i can start official physio in probably about two weeks thankfully my sister-in-law is a physio so she's actually come over a few times not to do physio but gave me showed me some ways to because i'm allowed to move my foot but i can't weight bear on it and so she showed me some things that i can do that i hadn't thought of to help i think with the healing and to get that mobility back because she said that's what you need to start with is you know getting the mobility back in your foot and then i and i don't know what it is after that probably the strength of it and you know, and I'm just really looking forward to going for a walk, you know, because I can't, you know, and, and unfortunately Ainsley's kind of been stuck at home. I mean, Dane, Dennis is taking her to his, her physio on Saturdays, but you know, we can't go to the park or anything, you know, I can't take her, you know, so it's been challenging. So I'm looking forward to doing all of those things once I can, and probably, I don't know how long physio, but until I guess I have as much movement as I can get. And we didn't really touch on this, but I mean, you underwent surgery and mm -hmm. you're going to have some rather impressive scars. Oh yeah. I've got, um, cause I mean that, 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 that was like, <clears throat> it was, it was kind of like, you know, you, you took pictures of where the, mm -hmm. where the scars are or where the stitches and I assume mm -hmm. they still are. Um, and they're a good length and a good depth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, the one on the side of my leg, it was actually much long. I, I don't know. It's maybe five, six inches, maybe. I, I, I don't know. I could be exaggerating, but it looked, it was quite or a bit long. underestimating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll have to measure later. I, you know, it was much longer than I was expecting. I, I wasn't actually even sure there, I wasn't entirely sure if there would be a scar on my, on my leg, but there is a permanent plate in my leg. And then there's a really nice long scar on the top of my foot. And, uh, there's the plate in there. So I am kind of bionic and that plate is supposed to be removed in six months. So, uh, we'll see how that all so goes. So you'll be off so. your feet again for a short period. Well, yeah. See, I don't even know. Right. I'm, and are you going to get a letter from your doctor to say that, you know, when the airport metal detector goes off that, yeah, I'm sorry, that's not a bomb in my foot. That is actually a plate. A plate. Well, I guess I could just show them the scars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but I, I, I've never, like some people I know have letters. letters. Some people I know, you know, it's like, is, is that going to be a thing? I don't know. Because once we open up and we can go places. Yeah, I guess. Or even we getting cross... into a even getting into a concert these days, you have to go through the detector thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess we'll we'll see, right? I'll, I mean, I'll certainly ask. Like, I don't know. I mean, I think it's pretty commonplace these days now that people have 
plates and screws. I hate to think that that's commonplace because I certainly wasn't ever expecting that, but um, yeah, we'll see. But So there's still weeks to go. A good few weeks. Yeah. So we'll just make the best of it. I can make cookies. I can do that. So well, at least it's I something you like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's, yeah, that's my following down story. Okay. You know, I've had some good wipeouts in my time running and stuff or just even walking, but this is the, this one definitely takes the cake. Well, and hopefully it will be the last time you have to do this. Yes, I hope so. Cause yeah, I don't want to go through this again. It's really, it's, it's not fun. I actually want to go back to work. You know, I want to start feeling human again. I want to be able to participate again in life. You know, it's, it's been an, a hard and challenging road, but like I said, I'm really grateful for our little Down syndrome community who just really just stepped up. Okay. Well, um, yeah. Thanks to everybody that pitched in be, uh, to help you. Um, uh, yes. And, I really appreciate uh, it. And don't forget if you need coffee, just let me know. Thank you. I'll, I always, I'll pop always it need coffee. Okay. I always, <laughs> I always need a coffee. <laughs> All right. So um, where are we going in two weeks? We are going to talk to Andrea Lee of the DSRF, the Down Syndrome Resource Foundation. And we speaking, are going speaking of which, speaking of which, this is, uh, um, what is it, Run Apart? Yes, the Run Apart for Down Syndrome. The Run Apart for Down Syndrome, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am fundraising once again for the Run Apart for Down Syndrome. So and when is that? I think it's June 6th, so it's virtually. Okay. And uh, we should have you do a lap around Swangard Stadium on your Neely. I'm hoping by then I don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be able to say good riddance. But uh, yeah, Andrea Lee from the DSRF is going to be on. And we're going to talk about something that is probably a little bit nerve wracking to a lot of us parents. And we're talking all about sexual health. And it's a really jam packed episode. And I think actually we'll probably have to have her on again. And obviously once, you know, our listeners listen, you know, if you have any questions or anything, would love to hear, hear them so we can have her back on again. Cause it's, it's such a big topic and there's, it's just so involved. And, and I know when we chatted, I go, I I'm so not ready for this. So, <laughs> and, and, and the whole thing led you to more questions after you doctor. Oh yes. So yeah. We have to talk to her. Yeah. Again. yeah she, she's a wealth of information and I'm sure people will get a lot out of it. So yeah. So stay okay. tuned. All right. Well, um, why don't you lead us on out of this one? Okay. Well, thanks for listening to today's episode about my mishap. <laughs> But as always, I would love to hear from you. Tell me your stories, what's important to you, what's going on with you. You can email me at info at t21mom.com or find me on Facebook, also at t21mom. And you can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at trisomy21mama. Keep on loving on your rocking kiddos and we will see you next time. 
See you, Mary. And uh, if you need coffee, let me know. I will drop it off. Thank you, Ron. I appreciate it. See See you you soon. soon.